0: Live from the Average Joe Nation Studios in St. Clair, Missouri. This is the Average Joe Podcast. A show that proves that in this crazy world, a combination of common sense and a C-plus average is actually a superpower. Sure, he's crazy, but what if he's right? Please welcome your host, Damon Gilbert. Okay, and the... The uh, title of today's segment is called uh, Rogan Should Go Rogue. Now, what I want to talk about here is I, I'm sure you're aware of what's going on right now on uh, the Joe Rogan Show. He is, well, first of all, and if you're not aware of this, you've been living under a rock or something because this guy is just the end-all be-all to podcasts. How he got this job, I don't know. He's really good at what he does. He's a comedian from, you know, Actually, and he's been a spokesman for the uh, mixed martial arts. Um, actually, I think he started out on a show called News News Network. If you're not if you don't remember that, you need to look it up. It was a pretty good show. It had uh, Hartman on it, uh, guy from Saturday Night Live, the one whose wife killed himself killed him. Anyway, it was good. He had he had a bit part in. It. He was the engineer. It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. It was it was a decent show. But uh, you know, he's 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 a good, he does, he does a really good job. I, I've never listened to one of his shows all the way through. I'm not, I just don't, don't listen to that kind of stuff. He's, he has a really a great uh, wide variety of people he has on his show. He goes from anywhere from cardiologists to, you know, second tier comedians that he knows, to politicians, to religious individuals, uh, pastors, things like that. It's really kind of cool. And don't get me wrong Joe seems like a really nice guy and he talks about dope and getting high and things like that <coughs> which is fine which is fine it's interesting to some degree but I just it's hard for me to listen to something for 3 hours straight and and Joe he has he doesn't do a lot of his his own he just doesn't talk a lot on his own he's usually interviewing someone which is great and and the nice thing is he allows people to go into depth about things which is Really interesting. I think it's one of the main attractions to Joe Rogan is the fact that he takes this particular subject and he dives into it with someone who's knowledgeable about it. It gets into the nitty-gritty, gets down deep into the subject rather than a 30-second soundbite that NBC does about a particular story. They get down, they dig down deep, and I think that's really cool. And he is a good listener, I will say that. And I like Joe Rogan. I, I, I mean, if I had the time, I'd listen to him all the time. Now, I, ha- I did listen to him one time. I will, I will take that back when he had Alex Jones on there. Alex Jones is the, uh, the owner and the CEO of InfoWars, which if you don't know that name too, you need to look it up. He's considered one of the all-time conspiracy theorists of basically of all time. The funny thing is he's usually 100% correct. It may be a little early, he's usually ahead of the curve, and we find out later that what he was saying was actually true, Uh, be it about fluoride in the water to uh, 9-11. I mean, his biggest downfall was, you know, bringing up some subjects about Sandy Hook and the uh, mass shooting in Sandy Hook that got him into trouble. Not that I disagreed with him. There were crisis crisis actors there. Whether or not what took place, we'll never know. Probably, but at the end of the day, back to Rogan. Okay, so what happens is Rogan uh, brings on some people on his show to talk about COVID, and they're going against the narrative. They had uh, Robert Malone on there, and I believe his name is Anthony McCullough, uh, one of the world world renowned cardiologists. Both of them taking a different view from you know CNN and the White House and the narrative alone that maybe this isn't going the way we want it to uh, or, what, or the way it should, and maybe there's some shenanigans going on here. Well, the mainstream media didn't like that, and the narrative has been kind of dis- destroyed. If you listen to those shows, which I listen to parts of them, these guys are knowledgeable. These aren't idiots that are, that are talking about this. So at the end of the day, Rogan, he was controversial. He knew when he brought these people on, there was going to be controversy. Now, Here's the problem. So basically, they're wanting him cancel uh, the the cancel culture, the pink haired idiots, you know, are going after him uh, because Howard Stern, who 20 years ago they would have tried if if everything was the same, would be trying to cancel him for talking about sex and all kinds of stuff. But but Howard's made the turn. He's he's danced with the with the what's her name the little the little blonde on uh, Ellen, you know and We've, we've made that transition. So Howard Stern, he's he's a pro-vaxxer. Oh, my God. You know, you're know you all going to die. Who cares about you? You shouldn't get medical treatment, yada, yada, yada. The guy's an idiot. I can't stand Howard Stern. Comparing Howard Stern to Joe Rogan is like, that's, that's comparing a Volkswagen to a Maserati. There's no comparison whatsoever. Howard Stern is a, a loser, somebody that should have been off the air years ago. I don't know why anybody listens to this guy. But nonetheless... So they're going after they're going after Rogan right now and I think they're probably going to pull it off. And it unfortunately he's already starting to cave slightly. All right. He made what I considered looked like a hostage video over the weekend where he apologized. Not so much for having those people on but for you know he said he basically he's admitting that he's he's been wrong before. Okay. And then he's going to try and do better. And that he's probably going to have, he's going to attempt to have people on with the opposing view. You know, so that they can share their, their insight into these things. And I don't know about you guys, but that's a big mistake. That's a huge mistake. That's not why you have 11 million followers. 11 million people that listen to you. They do not want you to give an inch. I know I don't. You know, there should be no apologies. Stand by what you said. Own it. That's the way I say it. Own it. Uh, uh, Chappelle did that. He said, cancel me anytime you want. He's standing in front of 18,000 people in, a, in an auditorium that's packed. Okay, This is after they went after him. So be my guest. Go ahead and cancel me. Don't be a cuck. Don't give an inch, Joe. Don't do it. Stand your ground. Say, I'm going to do what I want. This is how I got to where I'm at. Not by not by compromising. You don't you don't do this when you compromise. And and as far as I'm concerned, he's been off here. Well, back to what I was. Dwayne Johnson's another one. The Rock. What a coward! First, first of all, he pats Joe on the back and says, "Hey, I agree with what you said." And then they started going after him. And he says he sees dollar signs going down the toilet. And he's like, "Oh, on second thought, uh, he used the n-word in a stand-up routine." So I'm going to. I'm not going, I'm going to distance myself from What a coward. I will never, ever have any respect for Dwayne Johnson from this day forward. That guy is a cuck. He is a loser. And I am sick of that kind of. Uh, uh, I'm just sick of people cucking to these people. Don't do it. You got more money than God. What do you care? Right? I, I don't see the problem. So, Joe's been offered this contract with Rumble, $100 million to come over, an exclusivity with with rumble which i think is a great idea you know he's you know they're they're saying hey you know here's an idea why don't you have trump on have have have, have trump on for a couple hours talk about things i'm telling you troll these pancared idiots and this and this woke culture they'll go nuts okay because i think that's the thing to do i think you should walk away from this contract now it's going to cost you some money there's no doubt about it uh because they're already caving somewhat. They're taking, what, 200 episodes off of his show, off their platform, but trying to appease this, this group that you cannot appease. It can't be done. You now, when he started this thing, Spotify told him, he said, you're going to have a free voice. You know, you're going to do whatever. You can say whatever you want. We don't care. You know. And now, Rogan's constantly in the news. Okay? Why not use that exclusivity that you've got with him and promote it? And forget about these 70s B-list actors, right? Neil Young, but tell him to take his 12 people that is, are fans of his and go away. And anybody else that wants to, pull them off there. You've got, you've, got a, uh, you've got a star here on there. Spotify's got a star. And if they don't take him, I think Rumble will. Now, of course, if he does that, He does leave. It's probably going to cost him quite a bit of money. I'm sure there's a fine of some kind involved. Where you know, if you, if you, of course, I don't know. They may have violated their contract. I mean, there are smarter people out there to check that out than me. But at the end of the day, I think what he should do is walk away. That's what I would do. And I, and I know I'm, I'm not trying to compare myself to Joe Rogan because I do this little podcast. That that's not the point. The point is, is that you cannot apologize. Don't ever say you're wrong. You have to be like an umpire on the ball field. I don't care if you blow a call. It's still the call, and it's still what it's going to be. It, that is the law of the land. And that's why Rogan, that's how Rogan has gotten to the point that he's in, by having a, a, a set of balls on him and saying what is actually, you know, what he believes is the truth and what he's found out to be true. That's what you do. He looks into these, these particular uh, subjects he has people on who know what they're talking about and they discuss it and he's not making any determinations he's not saying one way or the other he's just having these people on so they can discuss it and see what what kind of a conclusion they come to doesn't it make it right you know does it doesn't doesn't mean that he's wrong, he's right and no one else is all it is is it's a, it's a civilized common sense conversation and those are lacking in this country right now and I, for one, support Rogan one hundred percent. He needs to tell them to stick it and to forget about it. And if Spotify can't grow a backbone and, and back him, then you go to you go to Rumble and you take the hundred million. Okay, you take the hit financially and you move along, and then have Trump on. Have Trump on every week. Either that or go to Trump's uh, Trump's new uh, uh, platform. That's what I would do. Yeah. See, the bottom line is that these people are afraid of Joe's politics. They didn't want him talking about COVID. That's what what this was all about. But you're hurting yourself if you don't continue to do that. All right? That's what got you to where you're at. Bottom line is just go rogue, Joe. Go rogue. Go off into the woods, man. Take your people with you. Take your 11 million viewers or your listeners and go... To some place that supports you 100%. And let the woke crowd go batshit. Because they will. They'll go crazy. They'll want congressional hearings. They'll want him removed. Now, they would like to have him arrested. That, that's what it'll, it'll come down to. The president will probably talk about it. The press secretary will talk about it. You'll make millions doing this in the long run. Just go rogue. Go on more than one. Well, I don't know if you want to go on more than one platform. There are a lot of them out there that will let you do whatever you want to do. Because right now, with new tech coming in, there's so much available. You don't have to be on YouTube anymore. You don't have to be on uh, iTunes. You don't have to be on any of these platforms that dictate what you can and what you cannot do. I mean, for instance, the other day, on my poor little, this little thing I've got going here, I got a warning the other day. You know, they're about talking about COVID and using the wrong terms and stuff. You now I was like, really? Who cares, right? I don't care. They can do whatever they want. There's a million ways to do this. I got my own. I got my own website. The hell with those people. I don't care anymore. You have to say the truth, and and, and it doesn't necessarily make you correct. It makes you, um, oh, what do you call it? Independent. That's what you want to be. You want to be independent your listeners their main concern is to know that you're not bought by anybody because they're tired of hearing that cnn's bought oh my god right cnn abc cbs nbc all the mainstream media pbs npr they're all bought and sold they're told what to say they're given basically a script okay go after this guy go after that guy ignore this guy okay let him get away with murder make the other two go to jail for a parking ticket. That's what they want. Okay. And, and we need as a society to turn around and say, you know what? I don't know if this guy's an expert on everything, but what he's saying, I like what he's saying is it makes sense. You, you, you have to be able to make sense. I mean, go back to the, to the masks. Okay. Everybody's wearing a mask. I mean, everybody knows that doesn't work anymore, but they still want that narrative. Okay. California, New York, Minnesota, uh, places around in Illinois, even parts of Missouri. They still want masks for children, which is a huge mistake. That's a completely different subject. But the point is, people are tired of this. They want to know the truth and, and, and your version of the truth. And, and, and you have to be able to back it up. You just can't make stuff up. I'm not saying that. But when you interview people who are experts in the field and you're attacked for that, there's something wrong with what's going on in mainstream media. That right there tells you all you need to know. So anyway, that's my opinion. Joe should go rogue and he should go rogue tomorrow. I wouldn't put up with this. I wouldn't. I'd make a deal with with, uh, uh, Rumble and I'd move along. Because Rumble's around. They got money now. And they are going to be involved with the Trump uh, uh, platform. And I think at the end of the day, that's going to be a wonderful thing for everybody concerned. I really do. I hope. Now they will have their problems because they'll have to edit. They they can't just let you say anything on the platform. You can't talk about pedophilia, okay, or child abuse stuff like stuff like that, or or you know hardcore violence. I mean, th- there are certain things they're going to want to want to police. But at the end of the day, if you have an opposing view, you should be allowed to go on there. And I think that's what Rumble will, because if they don't, they'll go the they'll they'll go the they'll go the way of the buggy whip. They won't be around anymore. So. Anyway, that's what I think. Again, like I said, Joe Rogan should go rogue, and he should do it immediately. All right, I'll be right back with the news. A little bit of crazy, but a whole lot of right. You're listening to the average Joe podcast with Damon Gilbert. All right, I'm back uh, with the news roundup. Now the first story I want to get to is that uh, the Biden administration is ready to set free a would-be 9/11 hijacker. His name is Muhammad Allah. Qataini yeah Uh, he was denied entry to the U.S. uh, before 9-11 and he's being he's going to be sent back to Saudi Arabia they say he's mentally ill okay just just to make sure that we're all clear on this I don't buy this 9-11 story whatsoever okay that these hijackers had anything to do with this so fine let him go close down Guantanamo who cares okay I, I thought uh Obama should have done that and he promised he would and he didn't do it so as far as I'm concerned this is this is actually a positive thing for Biden. I think this is what he should do. Just let the guy go. He didn't actually have anything to do with it. Just because you denied entry to the US before 9/11, he didn't have anything to do with 9/11. What's he doing in Guantanamo for the anyway? I mean, you're talking about how many people out there, how many Muslims want to kill us. These guys these guys are they're getting they're getting elderly. Just let him go. Who cares? Right? I mean, apparently you don't mind killing the whole family in order to get one guy. So, hey, what's the big deal, right? So, I, I got I to side with the Biden administration on this one. I guarantee he didn't think of it. But uh, uh, number two, uh, on, on Inauguration Day, if you remember correctly, if you watched any of uh, Biden's speech, which I didn't, but I saw excerpts of it. He swore on Inauguration Day, and this was a quote, Fire on the spot. Any appointee, E." Who treated other colleagues with disrespect or talks down to someone. And he, and he pointed at the camera. He said, On the spot, no ifs, ands, or buts. Okay, well, I guess that's not quite a, true, especially if you know Joe, okay? That's the thing. You gotta have the inside with, with Joe because apparently there's a guy by the name of Eric Lander. And after an internal investigation by the White House itself, they found the president's top social advisor. Violated White House workplace pri- uh, uh, policy by demeaning and taunting sub- subordinates, particularly women. They did a two month investigation. Now, he has close ties to the Biden family. Uh, apparently, he bullied, cut off, and dismissed subordinates uh, in the Office of Science and Technology. And apparently, sent some of them out crying and they ended up resigning. But apparently, that's okay because. He's a friend of the Biden family. So you see how that works. So bottom line is, I was giving Biden, you know, you know China Joe, some credit on, on my first story. On my second story, I will stress beyond a shadow of a doubt, this man is a pathological liar and a corrupt individual who will tell you anything to get what he wants. He's a liar. He, he specifically said he would, he would fire them no uh no ifs ands or buts but apparently that's not the case so take that for what it's worth the guy's a liar plain and simple the president of the united states in 2022 is a pathological liar and as far as i'm concerned a psychopath so this proves it right there uh number three supreme court front runner was a zealous advocate for gitmo terror suspects okay now again i go back to I don't believe a word of this 9-11 official story, okay? We'll get into that sometime. It's Now's not the time. But the point is is that this, this attorney, her name is uh, uh, Kajani Brown Jackson. He was an active and, and dedicated advocate for terror suspects housed at Guantanamo Bay. And I tell you what, i got to kind of go along with her on that one, all right? Uh, she says these people don't deserve to be there and they certainly don't deserve to be tortured and you know use uh uh new techniques on okay and i tend to agree with that i tend to agree with that so i don't know if this is going to hurt her in the long run it probably will because her her when she is uh actually picked i think she's a front runner if i'm not mistaken now i could be wrong on that that's what that's what the story's saying that she's a front runner uh but we'll see. We'll see if this comes up in her, um, you know, in her questioning by the Senate. We'll see. So, uh, let's, see. Number, let's see. Number four. Yeah, here's one. And I, I don't understand this at all. and Maybe you can help me out. I got a question for you. Why do Democrats keep showing their faces in front of children when, they're not, when, the, when they don't have a mask on? Why do people do that? Why do these idiots keep doing this? I mean, it's beyond stupid. Well, you don't think anybody's going to notice? I mean, come on, Stacey Abrams, for one. She goes to an elementary school now. She's the self proclaimed governor of Georgia, as we all know, the big fat black chick who still thinks she got cheated out of it by something. I, I mean, it's it, she's delusional, okay, first of all, and she's not going to win this time either. But she's out, she's out trying to you know sway the public. And what she does, she shows up in an elementary school, has a picture taken of her sitting on the floor with no mask on and 30 kids behind her all masked. Yep. What is it with these idiots? Then you've got Jamal Bowman, a Democrat from New York, did the same thing. Went to a New York high school, went in there, got her picture taken, all the kids are masked, she's not. What's that all about? Then you got Alyssa Slotkin, a Democrat from Michigan, did the very same thing. Went to a school, gets her picture taken, no mask on, everybody else is masked. Okay. How about how about in the NFC Championship? You know, California Governor Newsom gets his picture taken with Magic Johnson, no mask on. San Francisco Mayor London Breed gets his picture taken with Magic Johnson, no mask on. Okay. L.A. Mayor Eric Garcetti, he says he held his breath. Okay. But if you talk to the medical people, they say that's BS. You can't. That doesn't make any difference. It, it, you can't do that. Okay. You if you if you were if you were, uh, if you did have the, the virus and you were contagious, holding your breath is not going to make any difference, okay? Because it comes out of all your, all your poor. I mean, I'm not going to go into it, but just take my word for it. Oxford, I saw a study on it. That's nonsense. So for him to even say that shows how stupid he is. Okay, and then on top of that, we got, we got Mr. Wonderful, the second coming, the Messiah, Obama. He's on his construction site where he's having a multi-million dollar home built. Now, mind you, this guy only made $400,000 a year as president. Maybe $500,000, i am not sure. But let's just say he made five. He's there for eight years. That's $3 million. That's before taxes. So you're building a multi-million dollar home. Okay, fine, whatever. People can believe whatever they want on that. If that doesn't scream corruption and, and, you know, and, and paybacks, I don't know what does. So the guy's a scumbag, as far as I'm concerned. But here's the thing: he's trying to push this narrative, just like the rest of the Democratic Party and all the blue hairs and all the crazy people. The thing of wearing a mask is some kind of magic. You know, it's magic. It keeps it out. I don't know. It's 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 weird. But what's he do? He gets his picture taken. Construction people all have their masks on because they're scumbags, right? Because they work for a living. They got hands that that actually do things, they have skills. They're stinky because they sweat a little bit when they work. So Obama doesn't want anything to do with that. So he, he he's staying away from them, but they have to wear masks, but he's not wearing a mask. So bottom line is, you know, uh, rules for thee, not for me. That's, what, that's who the Democratic Party is right now. If it weren't for, you know, double standards, they would have none whatsoever, okay? And then Fauci does it, and then Biden does it every time you turn around. He's pulling his mask off, having to... Shooting the breeze with somebody, and then when the camera's on, puts them right back on. Casio Cortez, go down the list. I could name twenty of these that I've seen. These people are idiots. Yeah, you know, they know they're going to get caught. What? And I, the only thing I can figure out is that they just figure, hey, the hell with you. We're in charge. You're not. Get over it. Right. So I, I I I fully believe that. And why you would vote for that? Why someone would vote for a Democratic Party right now is beyond me, unless you just unless you like being told what to do. If you're into S&M and that kind of thing and, and you know, being held captive and being told what to do and you got your, you know, your, your, uh, your uh, dungeon master, I mean, man, that's what you're into. But I, for one, am not. I don't like being told what to do. You know. uh, let's see, number five. Uh, there is a Democratic uh, super PAC that's unveiling a midterm messaging strategy. They're spending $30 million on digital ads in Michigan, Arizona, and Georgia. You know what they're telling them? You know, what, you know what the the you know what the the central theme of this is and this is a quote it could be it could get a lot worse that's what they're saying the democrats are using that that's going to be their 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 uh, their call sign their their i guess their message <clears throat> for the midterm it could be it could get a lot worse and they mean under biden they said, in this, in this article, it said uh, that's an unconventional message. I'd say that's putting them mildly. When you've got 80% of the people out there say they're dissatisfied with the way the country's going. I, now, mind you, this super PAC is one of them that backed HRC, Hillary Rodden Clinton. So, do the math on that, right? Because she lost. So, I don't know what they're thinking. It, it, that, that is counterintuitive, if you ask me. That sounds like that makes no sense. It could get a lot worse. Your guy's in office. I mean, I can understand that if Trump was in office and you'd say, hey, we got to get rid of him because it could get a lot worse. No, you're saying it could get a lot worse on the guy you got, it, you got uh, elected. Unbelievable. I don't get it. All right, number six, uh, Christian Richardson. She's a Democrat. And she's actually a self-proclaimed socialist from New York. She's, uh, in the, she's on the city council. And she still wants to abolish the police, even after the cop killings in the Harlem neighborhood. What is it with these people? Is there some kind of mental defect that I'm not aware of? Because I think we should do a study on these people. It's either, it's, you're either doing it as a, it, 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 it's a con, Are you completely out of your mind. Why would you come out and say something so ridiculous? You just had two police officers killed in Harlem. They were set up. They were ambushed. And now you're saying we still need to abolish the police. Now, mind you, she's a black gal from Harlem. Not, there's anything wrong with that. It makes sense in Harlem. You probably have a councilwoman that was black. But what, what, what is, I don't understand that kind of logic. I really don't. Uh, number seven, Austrians are being stopped randomly by cops and forced to prove they're vaccinated. Talk about a violation of the Fourth Amendment in the United States. I'd like to see him try and pull that here. And folks, they're gonna. You just wait. That's what's going to happen. Because Austrians, mind you, that's where Adolf Hitler came from. You know, they have a different way of looking at the world. Just the way the Germans do. Don't ever trust a German or an Austrian. <laughs> I'm telling you that, that you can't. You can't. They've, they've given us too much proof that they cannot be trusted. So that's what the Australian, or Austrian, I'm sorry, Austrian, not Australian, which I think it'll come in Austria, Australia as well. But the Austrians, they're being stopped randomly. Talk about stop and frisk in New York. Oh my God, try this. Yeah, I, I dare you to try this in the United States. See how that works out for you. Uh, let's see, number eight, uh, Twin Cities, which would be Minneapolis, uh, St. Paul. Uh, restaurants are, are, have lost 40% of their business thanks to vaccine passports. Speaking of the very thing we were just, I was just talking about, right? What a segue right into that. 40% of their business. How about that? Restaurants can't do that. You lose 40% of your business, you go out of business. So I don't know what they're going to do about this. I I really don't. Uh, Let's see, number nine, and the most important one is this Ukraine situation with the Russians on the border. I'm finding out a little bit more as we go along about this. Uh, Nord Stream, the reason that thing was, there was a... uh, the Ukrainians didn't mind that when they put sanctions on Nord Stream. And that's an oil, that's an oil pipeline that's going to go from Russia to Eastern Europe. Okay, <clears throat> the the Ukrainians don't want that. They don't want that. They love it. They didn't like it when Biden uh, took the the sanctions off because they get they get three billion dollars in transit fees for that for that oil going across their their property, basically. Okay, and when that thing goes online in June, they're going to lose all that. Okay, so there's a lot of different moving parts to this whole thing. <clears throat> At the end of the day, I really don't think Russia is going to invade the western part of Ukraine. I really don't. I don't think they have the resources to do that. Not to mention the fact they'd have a fight on their hands because the civilians are armed. So what, what uh, Putin wants is he doesn't want Ukraine becoming part of NATO. He doesn't want NATO butted right up against his, his property, basically. Can't say that I blame him. We'd be we'd feel the same way if if Mexico went in that direction. So I don't know what's going to happen. I don't think he's going to invade. Uh, it's not going to be a massive invasion. If he does anything, he may just take. He'll try and probably try to annex the sea right sea area of Ukraine from uh, uh, I believe the name of the town is Marlupol, M A R I U P O L all the way to Crimea and possibly around the area, around the, uh, the, the, the Dnieper river canal, because they want to secure the fresh water supply and do stuff like that. So I don't know that he's going to actually go in. I think he could pull this off in a couple of days and, and annex all that area. Cause right now the Russians, I keep saying this, the Russians are actually in Ukraine right now. Okay. There are people in, in, uh, one part, uh, what is it? Don't, uh, it's one place right now that's, that's, kind of a uh, rebel area uh it's it's a large chunk of ukraine actually and they actually have more russians who are actually russians there so the russians have already invaded ukraine it's just the fact that we don't have tanks rolling on the western edge and i don't think they're going to do that uh the more i look at this because at the end of the day he's really not going to gain anything by that but he will gain things by just taking this small area right now so uh, that's what i'm looking for. So anyway, that's all I got today, and we will talk again tomorrow. Remember, it's it's February 8th, and Joe Biden is still the worst president in American history. And let's go, Brandon. As always, thanks for listening to The Average Joe Podcast. Be sure to check out our website at www.averagejoenation.media and follow us on social media. Remember, if you haven't told all your friends, you're wrong.